It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Wizards lose in New York, 105 to 89. Next is a recap. Next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. So as you know, the Wizards fell to the New York Knicks and New York 105-89. to Ed, what are your positives from this game? Um, there weren't many positives, but I, I have to just talk about uh, Rui Hachimura. Same thing with DeLon Wright. Rui dominated. I see you got a Rui jersey on uh, for, the, for, the, for the show today, tonight. Uh, but there was a time where Rui got triple teamed. It was it – was, that that's how much he was dominating. That's how aggressive he was. That's how he was getting to the basket, hitting his mid range shot. Uh, there was one time where I loved it, where he just swept through, took it to the basket, and body cam radish scored in the post. Uh, there was another time where he got it, got the ball in transition, and almost dunked on Isaiah Hardenstein, who's about seven feet, seven foot one. Um, I loved how he attacked the rim. Um, I loved how he was being a pest defensively. I loved how he was attacking the boards. Had eight boards. Um, he was a plus fifteen in this game. Um, him and DeLon Wright, they just wreaked havoc in there. They were like the Bash brothers coming in off the bench um, and gave this team life, man, because we were down 23-5 to five at one point. It was getting ridiculous. It really was getting out of hand in that first quarter. And then Wes subs in Rui, he subs in DeLon, and these guys are just wreaking havoc on the game. Um, Rui finished the game with 20 points and eight rebounds, Had almost had a double-double, had a plus 14 in the plus-minus box. So um, the guy is looking confident, man. He, he, he hit one three as well, five or six from the free throw line as well. 7 for 14 from the field. The guy's looking confident. He looks like a man on a mission. All the good things that we heard in training camp and the mini camp in Los Angeles where everybody was like, everybody was saying, all, all his teammates were saying that, you know, this guy was really showing out. He was an impressive player. And people forget that Rui started um, his his rookie year and his sophomore year, and he impacted the game in, 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 in many ways. Um, in the, the playoff series that we had our, our one win against the Sixers, he had 20 points and 13 boards in that, that win against the Sixers. So he's contributed in big games for the Wizards before, and I think he's showing, you know, he missed 40 games last year due to personal reasons. I think that that was a setback for him where Kuz took his minutes for the most part, but I think this year he can earn those minutes back. And, you know, he shot the ball well from three last year, but he's showing that he can score at all three levels. He can put the ball on the floor too. Now defensively is the question mark that we've talked about. 
and I, he's not a lockdown defender. I don't know if he'll ever be that, but we're seeing more effort on the other ends. And we've asked him, we want to see him rebound the ball. And he's starting to do that. He's a guy that should be getting double doubles, honestly. We don't see him get double doubles enough, but I think that's something that that's something that he should put on his list as as goals that he wants to accomplish. But I like you the other the other guy, Delon Wright, man, he he wreaked havoc on the game as well. Uh he was a plus 20, nine points and seven boards, had two blocks, three assists, and one still just a stat sheet stopper, man. This guy is disruptive. He's a pest on defense. He will pick up 94 feet the full court. Um, he's a great distributor of the basketball. He knocked down two threes in the third quarter. I want to say the fourth, thir- either the third quarter or fourth quarter, he hit three threes in that one quarter. And um, he blocked R.J. Barrett. We talked about that before before we started. He blocked R.J. Barrett. Um, this guy, man, he is going to be a defensive acre and a, a great point of attack defender for the Wizards, something that we've just been missing at that guard spot. So him and DeLon were the bright spots of the night. Other than that, um, you know, Bradley Bill had some good moments scoring the ball. I thought he made some good plays defensively. Um, but other than that, a lot of guys struggled last uh, on Friday. They really did. Um, I know Porzingis didn't play. It's not an excuse. Um, but we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to the things that we didn't like get like uh, like later. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, Rui was on point. Rui, look, like you said, double team still got twenty points, eight rebounds. He shows why he should start. In my opinion, he needs to start. He this uh, this preseason, he's been on point. He's been an offensive prowess on the court. I mean, very impressed by what what I've seen from Rui. So, you very well could see Will Barton start as a six man. You know, I know that Wes is, you know, he you didn't comment. You know, he didn't really give anybody any kind of clue about you know what direction he's going with the starting three. But to me, he's proven enough to sh- to earn that starting spot. I want you know, so he, he's looked good, very good. Um, some more positives, like you said, not many of them. Uh, Gaff, like you said, we'll get the Gaff five blocks. That is a positive, but Mitchell Robinson had his way tonight. Um, the defense from DeLon Wright, uh, Monte Morris, couple steals. The defense, we saw some moments defensively, but you know, pretty much the Knicks did whatever they want. I mean, if you look at top three scores in the Knicks, Brunson, 27 points. Barrett, 19. Mitchell Robinson, 20 points. You know, they – so, like I said, we'll get to it. Uh, but there, there were some positives. Uh, one thing I do like was ball movement. Ball movement was, was fluid. You know, you see a, a lot of ball movement with this team. So that's that tells me that they're going to be okay offensive, offensively. Excuse me. So, yeah, ball movement, yeah, that's about it. So let's get into the <laughs> negatives. What you got for the negatives? <laughs> um, they really got out-rebounded, man. They got bullied. And, and sometimes it comes to pride. And this, this, this is some of the stuff that I saw last year, too, where they got out-rebounded in some games. Um, they got bullied. They, they, they got out-rebounded 66-40. Mitchell Robinson, you look at his numbers, you look at the his offensive rebound, and you just look at his rebound in general. Mitchell Robinson had 12 rebounds and nine offensive rebounds. One player had nine offensive rebounds. That's inexcusable. To open up the game, he had back-to-back offensive boards. And I love Daniel Gafford. But he's got to box out. He's got to be stronger than that. He's got to have a stronger core than that. I love Gaff. I really do. I think he's a. I think he's a ta- talented player. We don't make the playoffs in 2020 without Daniel Gafford. Just his athleticism playing above the rim. But we need him to be more physical out there, and he just can't let guys like Mitchell Robinson overmatch him on the boards um, because that gave them extra possessions. Jalen Brunson was able to knock down threes off of offensive boards. Um, it just gave the Knicks extra possessions when when we're working hard on defense. We we got to get those stops. We got to finish those possessions. So that that was uh that was something that they have to improve on. 
uh, during the season. And then points in the paint, too. Guys did get to the basket. Jalen Brunson was penetrating into the basket. Derrick Rose got to the basket a couple times. R.J. Barrett. Um, Obi Toppin, transition defense. We talked about this with the Hornets game. This is a problem. Like, they got to get back on defense. That's just fundamental basketball. We're letting guys just run back. They kept throwing and lobbing the ball to Obi Toppin. He got a couple easy layups. That's, inex- that's inexcusable stuff, man. Um, and, and Wes is a defensive-minded head coach. We got guys that can run the floor. We got guys that are that are, that are athletic. Um, Obi Toppin should not be running passes. Same thing with Nick Richards from the Hornets, all their bigs from the Hornets. That's stuff that shouldn't happen. Um, so 58 points in the paint for the Knicks to R36. Um, Three-point shooting, that's a concern to me. And I know Porzingis didn't play, so he, he would be he would help that. But um, we were 10 for 45 from the three-point line, 22%. The Knicks didn't shoot well from the three-point line, too. But last year, we made the fewest threes in the NBA. We had one of the lowest three-point percentages in the NBA as well. So that was certainly a negative. Um, we just got to be better in the rebounding category defensively. Um, I, I thought we, we, had, we had 13 blocks. That's good. Gaffer had five blocks. So that's, that's one thing they, that he definitely did positive was, was, was shot, shot blocking. His shot blocking was positive, but once again, transition defense is is poor. Three point shooting is poor, um, and rebounding is poor. So more improvement areas, but I, I do think Porzingis certainly will help with that. Totally agree. But before we get into my negatives, Ed has a word from one of our sponsors. And this episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Rocket Money, I use it all the time. Are you wasting money on subscriptions? of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Maybe for you, it's an unused Amazon Prime account or a Hulu account that never gets streamed. There's the great app I use that helps me track all of my expenses. And because of it, I no longer waste money on subscriptions I don't even use. You might have heard of it. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. The app shows all your subscriptions in one place and cancels what you don't want for you. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. So make sure you check out Rocket Money. Also, thanks for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen game to game. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on game to game covers every game from across a league or a conference with local analysis that's, that only Locked on can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. All right, Brandon. So, what were your negatives that you want to see the team work on? Oh, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, rebounding. There is no 
reason why we should get rebounded 66 to 40. I mean, it's just Gaff has enough. I mean, we have enough guys who can rebound. It's just inexcusable. The rebounding has to get better. Um, let's see, three-point shooting. Another area they struggled in last year and another area where they are struggling at, you know, lately. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, 0 for 6 behind the arc. Okay, has to get better. Bradley Bill, 1 for 6 behind the arc. Has to get better. You know, the guys who we lean on to hit these shots, they have to hit these shots. You know, Bradley Bill. You know, I know it's the first time, you know, being back uh, off of COVID protocols, you know, last preseason game, but he's got to step up. He's the guy. He's the franchise player. You know, there is a lot of responsibility be you know, being that guy, you know, there's a heavy burden being that franchise player, you know, he, uh, you know, what can I say? He, you know, 16 points is a, is a stat line I want from a supporting guy. You know, my franchise guy is, it has to get better. And finally transition defense, my Lord, the transition defense that there's no, they, they're getting beat back. There, there's no hesitancy. I mean, there is hesitancy, you know, people are taking their time getting back and guys are taking advantage of it. Obi Toppin is rocking. You know, those three areas, those are big areas because if we are not rebounding, if we're not transition defense, if we're not shooting from a high percentage behind a three-point line, we're going to get knocked around in this league. We're going to get the Eastern Conference, look, is not playing around. <laughs> you know, we, we open the night, we're going against Indiana. Indiana's a young, hungry team. You know, if we don't show up these areas, they, they can have their way. You know, look, the Knicks are one of those teams we have to beat. We have to beat teams like the Knicks. So. Indiana, like I said, is a hungry young team. And obviously, we're going to review them a later day. But, you know, this Eastern Conference is a monster. So these three areas are core areas. Three-point shooting. Brad has to get better. You know, he cannot start slow. He's got to get better. So a lot of negatives. But, like I said, uh, opening night, as you don't know, Wednesday, 7 o'clock at Indiana. So moving on. Two-way contracts. As you know, Jordan Shackle and Jordan Goodwin were awarded the two-way contracts with the final roster. What do you think about that, Ed? Um, Congrats to Jordan Goodwin. Um, other thing I'll say about Brad, I thought Brad played – I thought he had a good game. I thought he was good offensively. Um, I thought he had a couple stops defensively too. I just think that the one time where he got a stop, where he uh, pickpocketed somebody, he celebrated instead of running on a fast break on, on transition. I thought they, they could have used him running the floor. Um. And then, you know, breaking down the other guys that played last night. Um, Monte Morris, I thought, you know, I thought he – he to start off, he didn't play well. I thought in the second half he played better. Just, you know, we don't want to forget about the other guys too. You know, Monte Morris was 4 for 12 – excuse me, 0 for 12 – 0 for 5 from the three-point line, had 10 points. Um, he was a minus 36. I mean, the whole starting unit was a minus. Like, like Kuz, Kuz struggled. Um, you know, we can talk about Kuz's performance too. I thought Kuz struggled tonight too. You know, he, there was one time where he had a wide, wide open three. He pump faked, and he just thought too much. Now, I wouldn't panic about Kuz too much because he didn't play well in preseason last year and then play well in the regular season. But we do need him to step it up and be ready from the jump. Uh, we don't need him to warm up and then get going like last year. Uh, Will Barton, nine points, four assists. I thought he made some solid passes, knocked down a three. I uh, was three for seven from the three-point line. Uh, but just that that whole starting unit, they just looked a step slow. They really did. And the, start, to start off the first half and to start off the second half, they just looked like a step behind it. They looked they look like they got punched in the mouth. Um, the Knicks punched them in the mouth. It looked like the Wizards starting unit wasn't ready. But the bench just looked more ready um, on Friday night than, than what the starters did, to be honest with you. I thought Brad, it took him a little while for him to get going. He, they didn't run a lot of plays for him either to start off. 
which I think Wes Unsell Jr., you got to, like you said, you got to get your best player to basketball. So we need to get him uh, more touches to start the game off. Um, but Kuz struggled seven points, three for 12 from the three point line, 0 for six from the three point line. Um, and we'll talk about Johnny Davis a little bit too. You know, Johnny Davis, I, I like that he rebounded the ball. He was a plus seven in the plus minus box. I thought he gave good effort, but the shot's just not falling. I think he's two for twenty-one from the from the field. Um, I do think he does. He needs a stint in the G League to to develop for sure. I think that would help his development at the most. Um, but once again, I do like his defense. He got blocked by Derrick Rose on a three-pointer. Just the shot. His his form is so slow right now. The mechanics are slow. He's not getting by anybody. He's not creating separation right now. So he just looks like a guy that could definitely that definitely needs to spend time in the G League before coming to the roster. I think the Wizards right when Kisper gets back. Um, and Denny is is healthy, which he is right now. Uh, I, I just think Johnny needs to spend time in a G League um, to start off. I just don't think right now. I don't see any minutes for him in a rotation. Uh, but those, those, that was just my other thoughts on the guys that played, other than Rui and other than Delon. Um, Isaiah Todd did hit a three. I was happy about that. He hit a three. He scored, so I thought he looked confident. Um, let me see if I'm forgetting anybody else. Um, Todd Gibson. He tried. I think Todd Gibson. I think he got overmatched by Mitchell Robinson too. He was just way too athletic for for Todd Gibson out there. But Todd Gibson had an and one in it still. It was like a reunion for him going back to New York. Um, but what were your thoughts on the other guys too? Before we do get to the two A contracts, um, I'm glad you asked. I'm not overly concerned. You know, Kuz over six. You know, like you said last season, preseason he struggled. Um, he look, he's a veteran. You know. He's been working out. You know, he's going to do what it takes to get back. You know, I, I have a lot of confidence in Kuz as a professional. Um, same thing with Barton, Monte Morris. Uh, Monte Morris, his shooting hasn't been the greatest during the preseason, but he's he's contributing in other ways. You know, his assist numbers tonight were low. You know, Bradley Bill had five assists. He had four. But overall, I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned. I think these guys will be ready for opening night. Now, when it comes to Johnny Davis, it's, yeah, he's got to go to G League. I mean, it's – you know, one or two bad games I get. Young guy just getting drafted preseason. You know, you, you're kind of getting your shot, kind of getting your rhythm. But this brother ain't hitting the side of a barn right now. I mean, he's just he just not seeing it, man. <laughs> it's just and and like I said, I'm a big Johnny Davis fan. I think he mm -hmm. will be all right, but he's gonna have to get some playing time in the G League. Mm -hmm. I think that Jordan Goodwin, which we're gonna touch on him in a little bit, I think he picks those men's up. I think you really have to see what you got from Jordan Goodwin because he showed enough during the preseason to show that he needs some minutes. No, mm -hmm. he, he's shown that he can score. He's got vision. I mean, I've been I came away very impressed with Jordan Goodwin. So yeah, Johnny Davis is it's unfortunate, but you know we've shown that we can develop certain guys. You know, Gary Payton second came from this organization. Mm -hmm. uh, Isaiah Todd, while he doesn't have the IQ yet, you know he doesn't have the playmaking yet. The shot is fluid, and he's shown glimpses of what he can contribute one to two years down the line. So the go-go will get him right. So I'm not overly concerned, but just Johnny Davis, <laughs> he, he needs some work, man. He needs some work. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a slow process. It just is. Um, I think defensively, I think he's shown some promise there, some versatility, and he has the heart and the one-two is diving on the floor for loose bat, for the loose ball. Um, you know, he's, he's guarding point guards at times. You know, he had a tough task guarding Derrick Rose on Friday, guarding R.J. Barrett, other guys. Um, I thought he did his best. He did get he did give a back, uh, up up a back door to Jalen Brunson in the first quarter, um, but we know like like we're both big. I'm I'm a big fan of Johnny too. I think he's a hard worker. I think he's a dog. I think he's got all the stuff that you want mentally 
and a guy like him, he's just got to get his confidence up. But I think the G League would would benefit him. Um, another one positive, I was dogging Gafford in the beginning um, for just you know giving up so many offensive rebounds to Mitchell Robinson, but he did have five blocks. He had five blocks. He had four turnovers and zero assists. Um, a positive for Monte is he had four assists and no turnovers. Will Barton had four assists and one turnover. So their assist to turnover ratios have been really good. My question mark is just how does Monte and Will do without, you know, the offense running through a big man, you know, like, cause last year they had to play with Jokic. Jokic was giving, you know, he was facilitating. I think that's what Wes wants to do with Porzingis is run the offense through Porzingis. So that's why I think the offense just didn't work as well as it has when Porzingis was out there um, last year. And, and, and some of the preseason games looked really, the Hornets game, I thought the offense looked good running through Porzingis. Um, but yeah, Kuzma struggling. Like I said, I'm not going to hit the panic button on that. Um, but yeah, Johnny Davis, I, 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 I'm a big fan of his, and I think he's going to work his way out of this funk in, in a couple of years. I think he's going to be a productive, a productive player. It may take two to three years, but I think he'll be a good player in the NBA. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, like you said, his defense, he's, he's, he's solid defensively. You know, you see why we drafted him at that position. I'm still in favor of the draft pick. I'm not hitting the panic button. I think, yes, he needs time in the G League, but he's shown enough to where he's ready to learn. He's ready to develop. So, you know, again, I'm not pushing the panic button. But before mm. we move on, tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest, easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing and even golf head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more betonline where the games the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs mark your calendars to listen to locked on nba every monday to be up to date Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, as we, like I said, two-way contracts. One with Jordan Shackle, the other one went to Jordan Goodwin. Now, do you agree with that? And do you agree with Quentin Jackson being uh, on waivers? Yeah, um, congrats to Jordan Goodwin. I think he worked hard. I thought he had a good summer league. I thought he was productive in the, in the preseason games as well. I do like Jordan Goodwin. He's a strong bulldog guard. Um, he can rebound the ball really well. He was being a pest defensively. He's a guy that was being really scrappy. He can rebound really well. Like I said, um, he's a good facilitator, too. He's a good passer. Um, you know, he just has to improve from the three-point line, and I think he has a good mid-range jumper. Um, you say you watched him play for the Go-Go last year. He played really well for the Go-Go team. Um, so he, he's worked his way up over the past two seasons. So c- congrats to him. Um, the other two way is Jordan Shackle, but um, Quentin Jackson, I would have loved to see him get that two way, but he just didn't get a lot of playing time. He barely played in that Hornets game. He barely played in the summer league game. I thought he played really well and um, he didn't play at all against the Knicks. So that's why I was saying, you know, I was kind of wishing that we had a fifth preseason game. So we, we could just see a little bit more of the young guys, Todd too. I just wanted to see more playing time for Johnny Davis too. I think if we had an extra game, he could have got some more reps and was able to would have been able to get his feet wet. Um, and, and, and the last thing I saw about Johnny is you know they didn't play him at point guard against the Knicks, which is good because they're trying to 
use him as a point guard, which he's really not. So that's the question mark there, too, with the developmental process. So if he does play in the G League, are they going to make him play point guard? Uh, but to answer your question, um, I would have liked to see Quentin Jackson get it, but I'm a big fan of Jordan Goodwin's game, man. The guy plays hard, and the Wizards need more guys, more Bulldogs out there, guys that play hard, that want to play defense, uh, that want to scrap, come off the bench, um, excuse me, provide a spark. He's an undrafted guy that's worked his way up and has worked hard. So I, I think he's a guy that can definitely carve out some minutes. Like you said, I mean, there may be some nights where we're going to need him to play. And he may come in and get a couple steals, make some nice passes, get some rebounds, knock down a three, just and just be scrappy. And that's that's a guy he can you look you look at the guy from the Pelicans. Uh, I think his name is Jose Alvarado. I mean, he he was an undrafted guy that came in or a second round pick, and he just was a spark. And you look at guys from the Heat all the time, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, they have guys that just are undrafted. Their scouting department is so good and they're able to develop guys. And we've done it too, like Gary Payton the second. You know, we had him in the building and he left. So Maybe Jordan Goodwin is a guy that we can help him develop, and he can stay in the building and be a um, a big factor in this roster. But I, I think I think they made a solid de- decision giving him the two way. Um, I'm just hoping another team doesn't sign Quentin Jackson. I would be very upset if that happened, and they they waived Devin Dotson and Craig Swore. But I would be very upset if another team picks up um, Devin Dot. I mean, I'm sorry, Jordan Goodwin. I mean, I'm sorry, Quentin Jackson. But hopefully, Quentin Jackson's on the G League team. Completely agree. Jordan Goodwin has shown enough to not only earn that two-way contract but to earn some playing time in my opinion you know you know without being a dead horse you know <laughs> we both think that johnny davis should start in the g league and i stand by that i think jordan goodwin should inherit those minutes he's shown enough that he can be playmaker he can shoot behind the arc he's shown enough to where he deserves some playing time and same with shackle shackle you know last season when we were dealing with covid you know shackle came in and he, he was hitting some good shots you know i like what i see him from his game playing at the go-go uh quinn jackson yeah <laughs> i'm with you i'm a big fan of him i mean the hops you know but i don't he might be gone you know because i you know other teams see this talent you know other teams are watching these games too so it's hard to believe that we're not the only team that sees some value with quinn jackson so you know overall i'm i like i think they made the right decision but like i said there's a lot of talent with this g league team i mean the, the go-go has a lot of talent now, I was surprised to see Isaiah Todd make a roster. You know, I was expecting him to kind of get a little more time at the go-go. So that that was a surprise for me. What do you think about Isaiah Todd? Um, I like Isaiah Todd. He's their second-round pick. So they did invest um, a lot in him and in the developmental process. Um, going back to that trade, you know, we had a first-round pick. We traded it for Aaron Holiday and Isaiah, Isaiah Todd being the 31st pick. Um, so I, I like his game. I just think he has a lot to work on. Um, strength-wise, um, putting the ball on the floor, dribbling the ball. I like against the Knicks. He had a nice pump fake. He dribbled to the mid-range, knocked the three down, knocked down a mid-range jumper, and um, then he hit a three against the Knicks. So I, I thought he showed some potential. Uh, we know he's super athletic. He's uber athletic. He's six ten. He can run the floor like a gazelle. Um, but he's really got to get his. He's really got to work on his. He's really got to get get in the weight room. He really has to rebound the ball better. He really has to get his. He really has to play make better and pass the ball and keep his head up when he's dribbling. So there's there's just some things that we want to see him that I want to see him work on some improvement areas for sure. But I, I think him being on the roster, he'll probably be like the 14th or 15th man. Um, I don't I don't really see him being in the rotation at the moment. Maybe he will suit up in the G League and play on the regular team at, at times. But um, congrats to him. I, I do think he did because Vernon Carey made the roster as well. Just pulling up the roster um, sheet here. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, Isaiah Todd made it, Vernon Carey made it, 
And then, you know, Shackle and Jordan Goodwin are the two way contract guys, Anthony Gill's on the roster. And then everybody else's guys that we already know, like Taj Gibson's going to make it. Of course, Denny, Brad, Will, those are just the guys that you already know. But I guess the back end of the roster is like Isaiah Todd and, and um, Gill and Shackle and um, Jordan Goodwin. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think they made the right choice. I think I think we're good going forward. Um, this, with this being our last preseason game, obviously hey, it's go time. <laughs> it's, it's a regular season now. It's, it's time to roll. So I think overall we're good. You know, um, practice, everybody was a participant, except for obviously Corey Kispert. So, you know, hey, look, we're, we're starting to get the lineup ready, starting to get ready to go. So moving on. Oh, no, yeah. I want to go back to the young guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't, you, you got to help me out here. But the, the big guy for the go go, Jamie Henry, it's an equal. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's another guy, I like you know, he can rebound, he can defend. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's just there's a lot of talent, a lot of talent with this team. So I'm not overly concerned with you know the deficiencies we saw. And I just I see a lot of depth when you have a lot of depth on your G League team, that is a good thing. So I'm not overly concerned. So moving on. Extension time. Now, as you know, if you don't know, the Warriors re-signed Jordan Poole and Anthony Wiggins. So, Rui, you has he shown enough for you to earn that extension? Yeah, Andrew Wiggins got an extension, Jordan Poole. Um, it's it's yet to be determined, but Brandon Clark got a four-year $52 million deal who played with Rui and Gazaga. Um, Brandon Clark's had a good career. Um, he's definitely benefited, you know, getting the ball from from John Moran, just running the floor and just being an energizer bunny on the team, just being an athletic guy, finishing around the rim, finishing above the rim and defending well. Um, I, the only thing about Rui is just he's missed games. You know, him missing those 40 games last year hurt, man. It really did. And then he had a groin injury one year. He's just missed a, a lot of games. And your best, your best ability is your availability. Um, if Rui would have played like he's played in these past two preseason games last year, the, the whole season, I think he would have gotten an extension already. I think it would have been something similar to what Brandon Clark got, like a four-year, $52 million. But since he was out, came back after 40 games, had to find his way in the rotation, um, you know, Wes had him coming off the bench with a minute restriction. So it was just hard to evaluate. And it's the same thing with Denny, too. It's, it's hard to evaluate because, you know, Denny's having setbacks, missing games. He played all 82 games last year. Then he got hurt his rookie year, and then he's, he has a setback with his groin injury. So it, it's made his evaluation process a little bit tougher. But, I mean, he's going to be available the first game of the year, which is great. Um, but like I said, with Rui, it's just made the evaluation process a little bit tougher. And he he, he has been inconsistent. He's, he's he, I think he's a legitimate scorer, but the rebounding and the defense are question marks and the playmaking are question marks. But I, I would love to see the Wizards bring him back. The, the two preseason games that I saw, I know it's just preseason. But the man looks like he really, really is is locked in this year. He really does. Yeah, I think he's done enough to start. Mm-hmm. Now, as you said, with him missing time last season, I still think he needs to show some more improvement. He needs to show more worth to the team. And I say that because Andrew Wiggins, not Anthony Wiggins, that is. Andrew Wiggins, <laughs> you know, he took a big step from coming over from Minnesota. You know, he was a key integral part of that team winning the, the championship. Big part. Same thing with Jordan Poole. You know, these two guys, you know, they they led – their effort led to a championship. So, you know, extension, yeah, ab- absolutely. Brandon Clark, like you said, played with Rui at Gonzaga. Brandon Clark played defense. You know, he could shoot three if needed. Now, he's not going to shoot from a high percentage, but he has that capability. You know, mid-range shooter. You know, he can rebound. So, Rui has intangibles, 
but the timeout, you know, time, you know, time away injury or, you know, mental health, that's a factor. So I think that he still has ways to go to earn that extension, not a long way. I think he's hit in the right direction, but you know, he has a little ways to go. Right. And then, so I, I did want to talk about this quote too. So Ava Wallace, who works for the Washington Post, she asked Weston so Jr. Um, if if will if will can will if she said I'm reading the tweet. This is what she tweeted. She said, "Ask Weston so Jr. if Rui Hachimura, the Wizards' undisputed most improved player right now, will continue coming off the bench." West Unsell Jr. declined to answer. What were your thoughts on that? And then also, do you think Delon Wright and Rui should start over Will Barton and Monte Morris? Oh, wow. Good questions, man. <laughs> Good questions. <laughs> um, well, Wes ain't stupid. He knows he's trying to, he's really trying to hold some mystery to it. And I get it. Mm-hmm. The opening night, you know, you're not trying to let people know what you're trying to do already. I get that. But I do think it's, it's, it's a hard one because I could, see why he would start Will Barton, but then I can see why he would start Rui. I think Rui has shown enough that he, he should start, and Will, but Will Barton has shown enough that he could start also. So that, that's a hard decision. Um, and do I see DeLon Wright taking over the starting role? Defensively, wow. I mean, Monte Morris, he's not a lockdown by any means. You know, he's an improvement if you look at Spencer Dinwiddie, but he's not a lockdown per se. But DeLon Wright, talking about effort. I mean, he was all over the place. His effort, I mean, he showed you gotta gotta visit that a little bit. I mean, if you look at matchups, certain matchups with bigger point guards, like all right, playing against Oklahoma City, you would put the long right out there because I don't see Monte Morris really keeping his own with SGA. I just don't see it. So with taller point guards, yeah, I could totally see DeLon Wright starting. And then right now, this shows how hard it is for West because you have so many guys who can start. He's got this work cut out for you. Yeah, I think honestly, um, the way they played on Friday, I think Delon and I would have Delon and Rui start. Um, but you you do need a spark off the bench. I don't. I know Rui. He's coming off the bench. He's like the he's the first option. But he came when he came in. Brad was still in the game. There were still some starters in the game, and he still took over and dominated that game and forced the Knicks to triple team him at one point. Um, but yeah, if they keep see how these first couple of games go. And I hope Wes makes adjustments if need. I hope he doesn't just stick to DeLon and Will just because, you know, they were Nuggets guys. I do want him to switch it up. If the lineup, you know, in practice today, we saw a clip on, on Twitter, the, the Washington Wizards put out where the, the star, it looked like the starters were in blue jerseys. Denny was in that lineup. I don't know if that's going to be the day one lineup. I do think Wes has kind of made his mind up um, to have Will start, but who knows? You just, you just don't know. It could change. Um, and it's not always about who starts, it's about who finishes, but I think Rui definitely, if he keeps it up during the season, he's still putting up 15 points at eight or 20 and eight, and he's dominating games and he's showing defensive effort, then I, I think he deserves to start for sure. Same thing with DeLon. And, you know, he gives you a, a longer physical presence at that point guard position. And, you know, Monte coming off the bench, I think he would be good. Will Barton is, is would be the perfect sixth man. But, yeah, Rui and DeLon, man, the way they came in and packed and changed that game, you may have to you have you got to get out to quick starts. The Wizards start slow a lot. I know last year they started out ten and three, which was which was definitely an outlier. But they got to have a quick start. They can't start these games out slow like they did against the Knicks being down twenty three to five. Um, so yeah, honestly, I, I I would definitely I would take a look at starting Rui and starting Delon. Uh, but like I said, if if West does go out there and starts Monte and Will, 
and they have these slow starts, then he has to make adjustments because that's something that that West didn't do a lot last year. He liked to stick to what he to his first option. He didn't like to change things up. He didn't like to make a lot of changes or big adjustments to the lineup. And I think that that was some of his downfall last year. I completely agree. I would love seeing Delon Wright start. Now, will he? I don't think so. I think going forward, Monte will be the starter. But eventually, you have to really look at that. Again, you got to look at that question. Can Delon Wright start? I think he can. He's shown enough tenacity on defense to where he can hang with these these faster point guards. He showed that. You know, the fact that he can shoot from behind the arc. You know, he's that would be my choice, really. Yeah, obviously, he he has shown enough for him to start. Barton, do I do I think right now he's better than Will Barton at three? Yeah, I do. Really shown enough. He's ready to roll. So, like you said, I, I, I'm I with you. I see Wes starting Will Barton and Monte. But going forward, it's just a matter of time, in my opinion, before those two get inserted into the starting lineup. So, we're going to go ahead and call it there for the night. Thank you guys for watching tonight. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NBA. The NBA season is here, and our local NBA experts and insiders have you covered on and off the court all season long. All the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. Available on YouTube, Odyssey, and wherever you get podcasts. Now, we are our Twitter handles are below, so definitely send us some love and questions. And everybody have a good night. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.